Okay, I'm reloaded. Je- Jeff London, DJ Jason Smith. Pick on the pain. When the sun goes down, the music turns up. A whole new world opens up behind the velvet rope. Join us as we take you behind the scenes of the nightlife world. Are you ready? DJ Jason Smith, Jeff London. I'm the promoter, TV DJ Podcast, live from Boston, Massachusetts. Alright. Episode 56. 56. Five, 56. Five, that Lawrence Taylor's number? See, I got one this time. <laughs> wow. New York Giants? <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I'm to represent. I mean, that was, I think we're born and raised to like specific teams. You know what I mean? That's true. Giants. Giants for me, you know. Baseball team? Mets Yankees. My dad didn't really like do the baseball thing. I got into that later on myself. But uh, yeah, definitely the Giants. I think that was the most prominent team in my household. In the oh Notre Dame, oh for football, yeah, yeah for college. How come, how come Notre Dame football? I don't know. There's like some nostalgia there. I think Rudy. I don't know. That was before Rudy, <laughs> right? Rudy. Rudy came out in the nineties. I don't know. I guess there's some like a nostalgia with Notre Dame football and the, the tradition of it all. Yeah. But, you know, I grew up upstate, so the closest college to me to, like, I didn't have, like, BU or, you know, what was it, BC, Boston College, right. big team. We had Syracuse University, and that was it. So, yeah. you know, we didn't really follow Syracuse that much. BU doesn't have football anymore, just BC. Oh, really? Yeah, they got rid of it in, like, the 90s. Or That's crazy. I didn't crazy. know that. That's how yeah. much I'm out of touch with stuff like that. But I did follow Syracuse lacrosse because I was a big lacrosse player. Yeah, the Gates played there. Gates, yeah. I went to the lacrosse camp, and they were the coaches. It was pretty, pretty awesome. I don't, we just went off into a weird <laughs> college football. Yeah, well, my household likes these sports teams. I don't even have to ask you because I already know. Yeah, I mean, there's not even a question. A, in yeah, this. Growing up in sports. Also, but yeah. yes, the Patriots. <laughs> Go Pates. All right. We got some questions. Yeah, let's go. Speaking of households and in, in, and. Was that a good segue for that? I didn't even know yeah, I yeah, going there. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> question, we got a question coming in. And I think we've talked about this before. And yeah. We talk about recognizable and things like that. This question has come up a few times. And we have a, I have a real simple answer for this. Yeah. Or how to judge this answer. But every time this person comes out with something new, it's the hottest ever. And this other person has been relevant for almost 40 years. Snoop versus Drake. Who's more relevant? Not better. Who is more relevant? Oh, man. That's a tough question. The reason why that's a tough question is because they almost cater to two different generations of people. If you ask an older gentleman, he's going to say Snoop Dogg, of course. And the difference between Snoop to me and Drake is... Snoop's almost, I mean, Drake's a pop star, but Snoop's like almost an icon where like he's doing, you see him in multi different media fashions, not just hip hop. You know, Drake started out as, you know, what was it? uh, 
that television show that Degrassi, is, High. Degrassi High. You know what I mean? But Drake, you know, also doesn't do Coors Light. I mean, not Corona commercials. I mean, Snoop's. It's he's just capitalizing now on his note on his celebrity. I think right, right. Sketchers. You know, you think about what we're seeing in the United States. What they're seeing overseas is a totally different beast. Like when you go overseas and you travel, you'll see like ads with like Brad Pitt and like really famous, famous, you know, uh, celebrities, actors, just entertainers in general that you not you more or less don't see here. They don't allow those ads to come to the United States. Right. They'll sell their ads overseas because I don't know. I don't, I don't know the theory or liking behind it, but to get back to the question, the theory is money, money. <laughs> Tons but of why money. would you not want your ad in the United States? Because they probably don't advertise in the United States. It's probably like a, like a, a movie or a chocolate or a sneaker that we don't really carry in the United States. Oh, these or, are, or these soda. are mostly like, you'll see like, Brad Pitt do a Gucci ad only in like the foreign market, not Gucci ads in the United States. Oh. I could be wrong, but I, I don't think I've seen stuff like that. I've seen more celebrities in advertisements over overseas than I do here. So just think about that. I don't think Drake's doing any of that. I bet you Snoop is. So as far as who's bigger, I think more people can identify Snoop Dogg than they can Drake. Right. Yeah. I always equated. It has nothing to do with the music. No, with no, what, nothing. But, no, it, yeah. And it's not even my personal taste. It's just what I'm seeing factually, I guess you could say, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, I, yeah, I was equated. What you said, I think was right. Is the old, what do, like somebody like my parents, do they know who Drake is? Yeah, probably. Do they know who Snoop is? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's all kind of, you know, there's another way, and I think they're both, you know, some of the greatest of all time. I equate it to like the Jordan LeBron. If you're an old school kind of person or older person, yeah. you're equating it to Jordan, you know, kind of because thing. Because we know Jordan. But Drake is kind of like the LeBron. like The, the new, older generation yeah. doesn't know Snoop like that, like right, we right. do. Like to us, we look at Snoop as in a different light than these kids do. These kids look at Snoop maybe that he's like a little pop star, like, an, you know, a, a more of a, a celebrity figure than an artist. But they don't because they weren't around when Snoop and Dre were making like groundbreaking music. Right, right. So to them, they they don't know that side of Snoop. I mean, if you hear a Led Zeppelin song, we've heard Led Zeppelin. We know Led Zeppelin. But to be in that like generation where like Led Zeppelin just came out must have been fucking mind blowing. Of course. So that's the difference. Drake is mind blowing to these kids. Snoop is mind blowing to another right, generation. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I think yeah. And again, that equates to the LeBron, like seeing totally. LeBron doing his thing now is the excitement of Jordan during that time when he was actually doing it is so different than like looking at it now and reflecting back on it. Right. It doesn't have the same gravitas or whatever the word is. That's a good word. Fucking a. Right? I don't know if that's the right word. But <laughs> good. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think it's even a word because I think my psychiatrist, my therapist said, I don't think that's a word. I like that word though. It's pretty gravitas. I, I think I'm be DJ. It's like French for big. I don't know, dude. Maybe yeah. I'm DJ gravitas from now on. That's gangster, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's what it is. You know, to see that like Jordan live, I bet if you watch as a kid, you watch, you know, Jordan replays and stuff. It's not going to have the same impact as if you're seeing it. Right. Right now, live LeBron James. 
No, LeBron I, James. <laughs> and I agree on that. And they also don't see the gangster when Snoop. No, you know, it's was, a totally different energy. When uh, Snoop was on trial for murder and things like that. Shit was real. Which I'll segment into, which is the craziest thing. The Fugees. Oh, oh, fire! I remember. I, I, I don't. I didn't read up on it so much, but I've I've seen the posts. So and almost stuff. everybody from the Fugees. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're putting John Forte in the kind of that you know. Oh, that, he got locked up. Right? John Forte. Yeah. Got Ten years. Yeah. Okay. He was uh, smuggling. Drugs, right? Swinging drugs. Okay. Then we'll go to Lauren Hill. Yeah. Tax evasion. Tax evasion. And now we're going to Praz, who is facing up to 22 years. And Wyclef was so- somewhere in this, like, presidential, running for president of Haiti. You know, where did he get his funds from kind of Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yep. Yep. And if you told me that group of <laughs> Lauren Hill, Praz... Wyclef and See, John Forte, you know, yeah. Ghetto superstar. We're going to be the ones that were all doing jail time. It's insane. Because they, they it's you know, that's insane to well, me. I mean, the, the if you told me a group that would not get in trouble. It would be the Fugees. It would be the Fugees. <laughs> that's like we were. And they've all individually got in trouble for different things. Totally different things. It's not like, oh, they're trying to be gangsters or trying to get a Rico case. Their own independent thing. I mean, people were. He was an FBI informant. That's crazy. And people are paying. Uh, it. The story is so yeah, absurd yeah. to me. Is it like crazy? I don't know the story. Yeah, he was an FBI informant. For how many years? I, just, I didn't look into that. Didn't team. even look into that. But no. they were, people were paying him millions of dollars so he would facilitate like these upper Chinese like people to meet Obama. Like. Oh, I read that part. So basically he was getting people were paying him money to use his connections to get close to other people. Yeah, but and then he was an FBI informant and then So he worked for the FBI. Or he had a he, case and said instead of give me this case, I'll I'll I don't know. How I th- but he was working with the Chinese government too. It, it's it's absurd. It's a must like it's uh, deep read into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was found guilty. They just had recently in New York, they just had a bunch of pl- raids on these fake Chinese police stations. I saw that as well. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are a little bit different. Those are people trying to like inf- censor other people that live here in the United States, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's nuts though. Yeah, it's pretty Chinese crazy. Chinese have a lot of But uh, to think influences. that Pras Hill and John Forte would be your number 3 <laughs> the, the three people out of four I mean, he Forte wasn't really. I mean, he's kind of. No, what happened was he was about to pop, and then he got busted. That's because he had that song "Avenues," yeah. Electric Avenue. Was no, he had, he had no, he had a lot of different songs, but yeah, but that was his big one, and he was about to really take no, off. He did take off, and the second album kind of flopped, and that's oh, where, is that what it was? And that's where it was. He actually got pardoned by. Obama and he didn't serve his whole sentence. Oh, I didn't even know that. I yeah. thought he was just. But does like, somebody say that the Fugees would be all the members going almost to jail? That's insane. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty crazy. That's nuts, dude. Did you know about this, Harley? I like saw something about it very briefly. On yeah, Twitter. it was like yeah, it was everywhere up for a minute. Yeah. Also, this this article I'm p- pulling up is not in English. <laughs> oh, it's probably Sick. in uh, French Creole. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
It's not even the BBC News. It's the BBC Pigeon. <laughs> what is, who is the pigeon? I don't. Pidgin. Pidgin. Yeah, it's some. I think has somewhere in Africa. Huh. Yeah, that is so. Nigeria, that would be French maybe. then. They speak a lot of French in uh, Africa. Uh, where? Is, is my wrong? <laughs> yes. No, dude. Look it Are up. You thinking man. of Haiti? Well, Haiti speaks French though too, right? Yeah. Yeah, French Creole. I mean. I mean, I, I guess think there's, uh, Cape Verde does, yeah. There's places in Africa that speak French. Don't make me seem like I'm, I'm not saying the whole country speaks French. <laughs> the dude. continent? No. The continent. Yeah, there's no country. Sorry. There's no country of Africa. There's <laughs> a continent. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so that wasn't on my uh, list of uh, my bingo sheet for 2023. Sick. Yeah. Well, on a lighter note, did you see some? You went to uh, a great show. Couple weeks ago in New York, I did. Where did I go to see Red Hot Chili Peppers? Oh yeah, I saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That was great. It was fun. I don't think we talked about that. Yeah, to be up close to that was pretty. Yeah, I ended up getting uh, really great tickets. My friend is a uh, part of the fan club, and uh, we ha- purchased a VIP package where you get to uh, a pit ticket. But not only do you get pit ticket, you get to. Uh, enter the uh, venue two hours per pre-show so we're in the second row it was a lot to stay there for that long when you're an old guy like me but it was amazing i i I, you know i saw the chili peppers a few times but to see the uh original lineup with john you know for shanti is is was pretty special and epic and it's in the some of the people i with i was with uh we we've seen a lot of shows between right. all of us so right. to impress us it takes a lot and uh and uh we all left there like that was like one of the greatest moments and we're so happy we got to share that john for for shanti's just an amazing guitar player yeah. and they're just crushing it right now and they're just like in their pocket man they just got back from australia With so they're like long, actually yeah, Post Malone was open for him. What a combo that would have! Yeah, that tour would have been sick, you know. And I just got tickets today for the uh, Rock the Bells 50th anniversary show coming up. It's they're doing awesome. a little mini tour. I think they're playing Boston. They're playing the Garden. I think this first show is uh, Boston, and then uh, June 26 is uh, Brooklyn. I think. Yeah, man. Uh, speaking of shows, did you catch any of the Coachella stuff? For the past two weeks, the f- Frank I, Ocean uh, delay. Yeah, I've, I've, I saw that. The I lived vicariously through my boy. Uh, shout out my friend Sammy Needles one time. Uh, the Blink One Eighty Two reunion, and then them. That hit. was the first show they did together live. Correct. Really? So that was their pre-tour uh, show. Yeah, and they sounded awesome. They, I did see them uh, a little bit of them on the uh, the uh, World Wide Web. No, the stream. I actually watched it live. So. Oh, did you? Nice. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping to see Frank, but Frank cut that at last minute and pissed a lot of people off because not only did he delay the show, but he also um, told them that they didn't want he didn't want them to live stream it on that. Oh, Coachella really? stream, yeah, he was supposed to be the the, the headliner, the first of the, week, yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, supposedly he had a hockey rink set up. He got injured his ankle and the hockey rink, and so this late 
last minute late changes. A lot of people said the set was dull, but then you have people like that I've been, you know, following like a track and stuff like that that were saying, "Don't listen to the masses. Listen to a set. It was pretty brilliant." Yeah, but so. here's the thing though, too. So, all right. Oh, somebody was complaining about he was playing the songs faster than the normal or something. Yeah. But yo, you got first of all, you got to see Frank Ocean, right? Who hasn't played in six years? Who, who's that's never even been the guy's never even been on a tour, dude. How come? I don't think he really enjoys that space. It's pretty crazy. He wants to be an introvert and create that. Like the last album, uh, that blonde. He did a, a feed that would you'd watch him go in the studio, a live feed, and you'd watch him go into this warehouse and just create. And that's what he wants to do. He wants the space to just go in and create. He doesn't want to be conformed to, oh, you have to go on at 730. And I get that sometimes because it's hard to turn on that creativeness. Right. Like, you know what? You got to be on right now. Yeah, and yeah. like you're you're dealing with something personal at that moment. It's hard to shut that off. Um, there's been moments where I know I have projects coming up that I need to finish, but sometimes I don't have that creative, you know, and it then it becomes forced. And, right, and, right. And then it comes uh, when it's forced like that. It's not. It doesn't come across as organic as it should because it's not being created. It's being forced out of you. So I think he likes to have his own space and his own element. And let's just keep it real. No matter what Frank Ocean did that day, somebody wasn't going to be happy, and people right, were going right. to say something. Yeah. And that's the bottom line. You're never going to be able to please everybody. But fucking a. I'm sure you're sitting there singing along to all the fucking songs. Right, right, true. You true. know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to complain about it, but I'm sure you had a great time. And you get to witness the first time in six years. Yeah, maybe it wasn't, yeah. Maybe I, it wasn't what you expected, really but it was better it. than nothing. You know what I mean? I'd love to see that, and I'm sure I'm sure it's out there somewhere if you pick around the internet a little bit and duck behind doors and look behind some windows. You can find that performance, and I would love to see it. And I love Frank Ocean. I think he's a great artist. And I posted something on my Instagram the other day. All creative people don't need to be seen. You know what I mean? He just wants to create I in like his that. own all, space. Wait, say that again. All creative people don't need to be seen. Yeah. I dig that. I like that. I don't need to be on the front of the stage. I don't need to be in the DJ booth on top of it dancing around. I don't want to be seen. I want to create something for you. Well, I actually went to saw a Sia show before, and she stood in the back corner of the stage and had a yeah had people do these creative dances on what do you call and them? She's a interpretive f- dance. Yeah, and she was an unbelievable show. But she's an awesome man. The lead singer, what's his name from Tool? He performs behind the drummer. What's his Ooh. name? I forgot his name. So I saw Tool at uh, Governor's Ball. Yeah. And he stands behind. He's like, yeah, Maynard Keenan. Maynard James. He actually owns a a uh, a wine a winery. He's fucking genius. That's pretty But awesome. he's like crazy. Yeah. Like he's 80 years old with a mohawk like up here. Like he doesn't care. But, you know, he just doesn't want to be seen. He wants the music to speak for itself more than him being the actual right, face right, of it all. Focus, you look yeah. at, Grizz, you know, uh, uh, the gorillas. They don't want to be seen. They're cartoon characters. That's true. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I saw some awesome sets. I, who was it? What? Uh, apparently my note. Is it called Fortet? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, with Fred again and Skrillex. Yeah, that yep. was pretty good. And then I saw Gordo do a set, which had more energy than I've seen Gordo recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gordo. Good old Gordo. Good old Gordo. Yeah, yeah, man. Who else? I wanted to see. Uh, yeah, there was. So, I mean, that that uh, Fortet set, it was like the big talk. Caliucci's uh, brought out uh, Tyler the Creator. I'm a big Tyler the Creator fan. Oh yeah. Man. I wish I could play a little bit more Tyler the Creator in my. It's so crazy because he's such like a big star, and and I watched this documentary. Oh, if you guys get a chance, there's a great uh, series on Hulu right now. It's called uh, Rap Caviar, and they go through some you know artists, and uh, I really. I watched the first episode was Tyler, the creator, and uh, I, I watched it. And I already was a Tyler fan, but this made me, like, really, like, like this yeah, kid gets it. it. Yeah, I was inspired. I like when I watch something, I could walk away, and I felt inspired by it. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, he, he, what happened with Tyler was he was starting to feel as though his antics in his self was uh, becoming more popular than his music, and he wanted his music to be the drive, and not his character that he plays or like the right. things he, he said one time. He went someplace. Oh, he they he went somewhere, and somebody was like, "Oh, you're the guy that's always on ridiculousness." He doesn't want to be known as a guy that does this or that. He wants to be known as an artist that creates this hip-hop stuff. And it really hurt him a lot when uh, Khaled said that he wasn't a hip-hop artist. When uh, the Tyler, you know, was born and raised within that uh, that that culture of hip hop, he loves and respects it. So to be called out by another artist, and if you ask me, who's more hip hop? Oh, never mind. I don't even want to get in there because I know (laughs) that shit's gonna go crazy. You know, you know, (laughs) you know, we can get into them. What's Some that? Hurley's hurdles. Yeah, man. Oh, shout out to uh, what's I? I don't want to get the podcast name wrong. What's the podcast? There was. They but, had I the, the uh, but I know the DJ. But I know the DJ. But I know the DJ. Shout out to the guys oh, over yes. there, man. We yeah. appreciate y'all and and and, and uh, you know, keep yeah. doing your thing, man. Hopefully, we could do a collab uh, podcast. That'd be, That'd be fucking dope, man. Absolutely. So yeah. here's the interesting thing about the actual hurdle dot com is that it's ending on May fifth. So Why? I don't know. I just Copyright, keep getting maybe? I get, keep getting notified every single time I, I do it. So now this will be like your only place to to play this wow. game. Wow, <laughs> that's sick. Yeah, I stole the I stole the idea from them, but we'll keep it going on. I'll keep it going. That's all right. It's interpretive. What do you call it? Yeah, <laughs> it's like interpretive dance. <laughs> oh, what were you gonna say? Interpretive? Blah. Well, you know how when people take a sample. Yeah. Or copy something, but they call it the interpretive rights or whatever it is. All right. I actually just watched a short documentary about that, too, about how they're changing the laws and shit. Oh, Some of that stuff, when you like, you want to learn it and you get into it, start watching the videos, it, like you get lost. You're like, what oh, the yeah. fuck is this guy talking about? Okay, ready? Yeah, dude, ready. let's go, Here man. Here we go. Oh. That was really quiet, sorry. I know what... Uh, starting again. I, I could have told you from the better off alone, Alice the DJ. Yep, 
that song slaps though. Oh yeah, dude. big time. That's like that was the era when like house music was like 130, 132. Bro, it was like, like between the 130 and 135 like BPMs. Castles in the sky. Castles yeah. in the sky and Tiesto had all those records. They were like 130 plus. Yeah. They were yeah, so it's when, like, fast. The original I blue came on blue came out yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I started I playing the OG into the new one, but I play like a Bali funk joint. Nice. Shit slaps. Okay, next song. I don't know why I said that. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I have the same one. It's sick. Yeah, it's really good. It's fun. No. Yeah, yeah. Good. I don't feel so weird. No, thanks, Harley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next song. Yeah. I can't tell you the name of this song. Oh, it's... Uh... Viva La White Girl by Coldplay. <laughs> oh, Viva La White Girl was by Gym Class Heroes. <laughs> You have the you have the it's artist right. It's, it's not play, right. Yeah, yeah you have yeah. the artist right. It's not. You got it's not the Viva, Viva La Vida. Oh, it's not Viva La Vida. No. Oh, it's just it's probably one of their po most popular songs. Yeah. Other than Viva La Vida. Nope. Well, actually, I don't know. I guess it's not in their top five on Spotify. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. Does Spotify go by how many plays it has? The uh, top five? I don't know. I think it's just based off of what's like trending. Or can the artist, oh, what's trending? Yeah. Or can the artist create? No, I don't no. think so. Yeah. It's all like automated. All okay, right. well, that song is called Clocks. Fuck. By Coldplay. So you got the artist right. I just got COVID all over. <clears throat> okay. My raspberry. I've uh, been watching shows like, <laughs> like closed caption. And when people make that noise, like, pfft, yeah. it says, Blows raspberry. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, next song. Sorry. <laughs> Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror. Oh, wow. Man. <laughs> I just watched Black and White, like a live version last night. It was so good. Oh, I miss Michael. I don't care what anybody says about him. Damn, that was quick. Okay. These next two are kind of like similar. All right. So I kind of wanted to pair these together. I love that. I, oh, Louis Armstrong? Yep. Mm -hmm. What's the name of the song? Sky's Blue. <laughs> I don't know the name of the title. What a, one wow, what a wonderful night. World. What a wonderful world. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, and next song? Curly, these are fucking awesome, and I know I know it. <laughs> wonderful something? <laughs> yeah. That's why I kind of paired them together. Wonderful Girl. Wonderwall. <laughs> so it is also called What a Wonderful World. Oh, wow. Is it the one that goes doop, 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 doop. song so good, dude. I mean, really good song. Like, it's a doo wop song. Like, does the new uh, generation yeah, like, appreciate that? Or is it just like, that's know, like. You bring it back doo wop? They'll probably song. try all bringing it back as like tech house. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that song is <laughs> Who like. Who sings that? that that's, uh, that's Sam Cooke. Yeah, Sam wow. Cooke, dude. Amazing. Well, you know, we were talking about T Pain did a Sam Cooke song the other day. That's right. Yeah. So oh yeah. Cisco's dad used to used to used to uh, produce Sam Cooke, man. Really? Yeah. Pretty amazing. That's amazing. I'd go in his house and there'd be like Sam Cooke like posters from like the early days like fucking nuts man when they were doing they called it the uh the 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 chicken runner the sam nook 
the chicken. It was called. It was a. It was called the, the chicken circuit or something. I could be wrong, but it was yeah. something circuit, and I think it was called the chicken chicken circuit. It's where all like the black bands would play like this circuit like down really? south, and they would play these specific venues because they knew they were safe to go to. Wow, you know when things were a little rough and tough and weird back then. So, wow, it must have been tough. You Interesting know, see fact, love that yeah. chicken circuit or something circuit. Huh. All right. Well, once again, <laughs> full useless facts. I am full this guy. Once again, thank you for always tuning yeah, in. Yeah, man, definitely. Thank you guys for uh, allowing us to make listen to your be in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find Jason at uh, Jason Smith Music. Find me at Jeff London underscore. Yeah, Hurley. Hurley Music. And you find us at I'm the promoter. He's the DJ. Peace, y'all. Peace. Okay, I'm reloaded. Jeff London. DJ Jason Smith. He's gonna pay.